She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the Misdirected Mark Network. She's a Super Geek is made possible by patrons like Ariel Weiss and Schmidt-A, Keeper of the Labyrinth. Patreon.com slash SASGeek if you'd like to back us too. It's a listening to She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. Hello everyone, I'm Andy, and on today's episode we're finishing up our playthrough of One Child's Heart. Senda will be back with us for the next game. We're joined by game creator Camden Wright and friend of the show Jen Adcock. Our GM is Kate Bullock, who is the project manager for One Child's Heart. One Child's Heart is currently on Kickstarter, and I encourage you to seek it out and get more information about the game, and hopefully, if you can, back it. It's a really cool game, and it focuses on hope. In One Child's Heart, you play child welfare officers who go into the memories of a traumatized child to try and teach resilience and make emotional connections. I'm going to go through the full list of content warnings again. Child neglect, mental health, alcoholism, Abandonment, poverty, loss of a friend, possible racism, medical condition, profanity, child labor, worthlessness, mental health, removal of agency, ableism, and injury. The audio has been edited, so if you need a break and we're not taking one in-game, please feel free to. And if this game is a bit too much for you, we'll see you next time for Hearts of Wulin. Last time, we met the three child welfare officers. The social worker, Hector Gomez, the Unitarian Universalist clergy, Marie Schmidt, and the therapist, Tess McAllister. We also met Kayla Robinson, the child whose memories they enter. In the first memory, she was about 11 years old and getting arrested for stealing children's Tylenol for her younger brother. After that situation, Marie, Tess, and Hector got to take a breath and drink some stale coffee. And now they're ready to go into their second memory. The technician kind of is watching you when nothing really is happening. That's when she comes back in and she's like, so are we ready for memory number two or do you need a bit more coffee? There's tea. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Are we going forward or backwards in time? Forwards. Okay. Hector gulps down the last of his cold coffee. The dregs. I'm ready. That's a very practiced uh, move. (laughs) (laughs) So you're led back inside into the chairs, you're strapped in, they put the helmets on you, and you hear the technician's voice in your head, and she's like, okay, so, everyone good? Gonna start cutting down? Let's do this thing. Great, good attitude. So, five, four, three, two, one, white. As everything starts filling in around you, you find yourselves kind of in the hallway of a house and you can hear a fire alarm going over and over and over again you can hear a child like a infant screaming as you walk in further you see kayla sitting on the floor crying her hands over her ears and kind of rocking back and forth there's smoke coming off of the stove from where she's clearly burned what looks like maybe bacon. It's not clear what it is anymore. It's burnt, though. There's a baby in one of those stupid, like, bumble chairs <laughs> kind of yes. things. 
on the table and there's like banana scattered around the baby and it's like stained already dirty clothes on the baby and you can see luke is like yelling on the couch not too far away from where this is happening it looks like one of those houses that was once like a converted motorhome kind of thing like it's quite small there's not a lot of space in there so the burnt bacon like fills the entire air there's lots of smoke in the house it's very very loud what do you do i I think tessa's reaction even though it she may not be able to do this is to run over to the stove and turn it off but if that's not obviously i don't know if we can interact with things that way in this setting but that i think would be a pretty ingrained reaction anyway i would try it Yeah, so, like, you run over there and you make it look like you've turned it off. Are you going to try to move the frying pan as well, or...? If I can, yes. If it's metal, preferably not with my bare hands. And I'm going to try and get the smoke alarm to stop blaring. You do. You hit the button and it stops. And then, like, 45 seconds later, it starts again, because in her memory, it's going. Fair. fair. Right? So, like, you move the bacon and stuff, but 45 seconds to a minute later, it starts smoking again, because this is where she's stuck. Oh, okay. Memories are weird that way. Mm-hmm. Kayla is on the ground, sitting on the she's, ground? She's sitting on the floor, like, a foot away from the edge of where the tablecloth is, and is, like, trying to contain the noise in her head, if that makes sense. Hector will sit down, not touching her, making sure that there's space between the two of them. And I'm going to need a die roll here pretty early on this. He'll sit down, and Kayla? Kayla, my name is Hector. We met once before. What I need you to do, if you can, is just breathe. Just three times. One, two, three. We'll breathe and count together. Okay, why don't you roll for that? And mm-hmm. She doesn't trust you, so... Uh, uh, is our, our target number is at 10 now? It, yeah, so it's gone down because all of you tried to help last round, so now it's 10. Cool. Okay, I'm still at minus one. Mm-hmm. I will add unwavering to this. And this is with heart? With heart, yes. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's two sixes and a four. So. Look at you go. All right, with a 16, even with my minus one. <laughs> that's that's what I do. As soon as if Kayla will oh, do the three breaths, then I'll say, okay, let's try four. And then I'll go to five and just then yeah. let her breathe. Yeah, so like when you first kind of got down there with her, she glanced at you and her eyes narrowed slightly. Mm-hmm. I'm in that moment of recognition, but she does listen to you. She starts to breathe with you um, and slowly her hands kind of come down mm-hmm. to kind of sit by her side. Like she's still crying, but it's right. not sobbing anymore. So I'm going to motion to Marie so that we come and sit so that it's sort of in a not in a circle because there's only f- four of us, but I'm going to make sure that I, I'm sitting on the other side of Kayla, though, because I'm the only one who didn't lose trust. No offense, Marie. That's fair. <laughs> but so it's 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 a very physical sort of like protective yeah. shell. Yeah, almost. I see what you're going for. And join in the breathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she kind of like, because all three of you are kind of around her now, like she mm-hmm. does pull away a little. Sure. That's a lot of adult uh, yeah. in like a small area. We're not too close. We're, we are giving her room literally and, and emotionally to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. She keeps breathing, though. And she's like, what are you doing here? How'd you get in? Uh, that's that's a great question. It's a long story. We we work with kids. That's what we do. And so when we, we, when we feel like somebody's in crisis or we hear something, like we could hear the crying and the smoke alarm from outside, we just wanted to make sure you were okay. We also have met before. I'm Tess, and this is Marie. 
but it's also okay if you don't remember our names. We can always tell you again. You were there when I got arrested. Yeah, that was that was a little intense. Um, this is a little intense. You want to tell us what's going on? Uh, I just I was trying to take take care of my brothers. I don't know. I burnt something. That happens. You know, I burn things all the time. You'd think as an adult you'd get better at some things, but you unfortunately don't. Sometimes. That was stupid. I would love to rewind that, but I can't. Yeah, I, I guess everyone burns stuff. Uh, why make a roll? <laughs> kind of treat her almost like she's an adult, too. In a yeah, way. so I think this is a heart roll. Uh-huh. And I would also, I think that this is a neutral, like... I treat people fairly, always ready to listen, and they trust me. Like, it's not my job to judge, so. Ah! So you're going for a 10. 14. Oh, good job. Yeah. Yay, heart token. I also appreciate that you put little hearts yeah. in the chat. <laughs> it's the best I can do. Yeah. You know when you look at somebody and you see that, that brief moment of connection where someone like yeah. is like, oh, you get it? That's that moment you share with her. Like She looks at you and she kind of like sees like that you see her yeah. for a moment. I'm going to kind of go for, like uh, I'm, I'm going to sort of say, yeah, it's, it's really great that um, you were trying to take care of your brothers, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to do that all alone. Where's your mom? And she looks to the hallway and kind of nods a little. I see. Like I said, it's it's good that you were trying, but you shouldn't have to do this. And I think it's a real shame that, that you're sort of stuck with this. And I think she's sort of trying to make a just, hey, I get it. This sucks type of connection. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So is that like with heart that you're going to go with that? That feels heartsy to me. (laughs) (laughs) I think if I can lean again on my teacher being used to kids of all backgrounds and all all issues. Mm -hmm. And you have a minus one. Let's see. Because she doesn't trust you that well. So that comes out to a 12. Look at you folks go. (laughs) Uh, You're at five tokens, just in case people Mm -hmm. haven't been keeping track. I am, but for people playing along at home, they might not be. Mm -hmm. Fair. Mm Yeah, anyone playing along at home who's not going to see our beautiful video chat may not know that Kate is literally putting emoji hearts in the in our little chat, which is great. That's <laughs> what I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you look at her and she's like, "Yeah, it's it really sucks, but at least she's not waking up." Is it bad when your mom wakes up? It's okay. She's not up often. That makes sense. I'm from what you told me about your mom last time. Things you're sounds like things aren't uh, great with her right now. She's sad, I guess. His dad's gone. So you think it's her dad, your your dad leaving that made her sad? I don't know. Maybe. You know, she says she never wanted us. She doesn't like kids. That he was the reason they had kids. I don't know. That she wishes he'd come and take us with him. So boy, that seriously sucks. It's okay. So, is it okay if uh, I tell you something uh, that I think is super, super important, but I'm not sure if you want to hear or not? She gives you this, like, half-dubious look for a second, and she's like, okay. I mean, it's it's up to you. I guess. Well, if you change your mind while I'm talking, you just let me know and I'll stop. How's that okay. sound? So, in situations like this, 
Um, sounds like your mom is trying to, she's putting a lot on your shoulders, that she's unhappy that you and your brothers are here, and that your dad's gone, and now she's stuck with you. And that's part of why she's so sad. And it's important for you to hear that your mom's wrong, and it's not your fault. You need to roll for that. Yes, yeah. I do. Oh, All right. No. I'm close. Uh, let's see. So I, I forgot to add in our skills before I state my skills. That's okay. Beforehand. What would you have used? It's fine. You've never played this before. <laughs> I've never played this before. It's true. It's a different experience, I'm sure. Yeah, it is a totally different experience. Um, I think that unwavering is still super uh, appropriate in the scope of what's going on right now. Uh, the secondary one is, um, is would be connections. So that sort of easygoing nature that makes people trust me. Do you think that's appropriate or not? I do. I think you're really trying right here to like make that connection and drive home a big point. So. Then it's a 10 <laughs> with I minus mean, one. No, it's, it's okay. <laughs> All right. So include, with the minus one, that makes it 10. Which is enough to get me a heart token. It is. So now you're at six tokens. You're halfway there to give folks an idea. There's this pause as she internalizes and tries to like fit that in with what's hap- happening in her life. She gives you this like slight nod and you can tell she's holding in tears. Like she's trying not to cry more now. Although it would be a different cry. Yeah, absolutely. It's really hard to realize that yeah you're what your parents say isn't always true it was really hard for me uh growing up are you uh making a connection there i'm not sure <laughs> you're definitely opening up i know her. i am definitely opening up which i'm realizing like may not be what a therapist really does but at the same time in the middle of a traumatic experience the rules are a little bit different i think I don't know. Marie, what do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think you should roll for that. I do. Because even if you fail, you uh, could violate your ethics here. <laughs> oh, boy. No pressure. <laughs> so this is very heart, I think, oriented. Because <laughs> this is coming from, from my heart. I think neutral, super not. I don't know. I feel like Tess, professional, in some ways... Yes, the idea of being a shelter in the middle of a storm, being someone who's weathered those storms before. Um mm. and taking taking what the patient taking what the child says very seriously. That's only a nine. Rot row. Well, so you can lose trust with the child, inflict some trauma, or violate your ethics and make it into a success. What would you like to do? Those sure are options. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think I would like to lose trust because, yeah, because I am, I I have become less her focused. Um, You know, sometimes I guess it, uh, I don't know how to say this. Yeah. I will choose to lose trust because all of a sudden it's probably like, you don't know me. You don't know my life. Like just because you had trouble with your mom doesn't mean that's what my trouble is. Yeah. So you say it was for me and she kind of looks at you and she's like, you don't, you don't know me at all. You don't even know what this is like. I mean, you're right. So, Marie, going back to what Hector had been discussing with Kayla slightly before, um, she, I'm going 
full hippie here, being a Birkenstocks-wearing Unitarian Universalist, going off of what Kayla had said about not being wanted. So sometimes when things are not wanted, when people don't feel wanted, sometimes they are needed instead. Sometimes it's because they're here for a greater purpose or for a reason that others need them. You know, I look around here and I can see that your brothers need you very much. And that's a lot of burden to put on you. But um, I can see that you are a rock in their lives. You are um, someone that they're able to depend on. So that feels like a heart connection. <laughs> it super does. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use welcoming because that part of that being you know what people need is to feel included seen and important that sounds right mm-hmm. yeah it does all right so i had a plus one and a minus one so that comes out to a 13 look at you go <laughs> a wrap of this one <laughs> yeah kayla looks at you and gives you like another like tight nod she's like mm-hmm. swallowing a lot like she's trying really hard not to cry more she's like, kind of, like, wipes her face and then stands up and kind of steps mm-hmm. carefully around you mm-hmm. so that she doesn't, like, touch any of you and then reaches up and hits the fire alarm to turn it off. And that's when everything fades to white. You wake up in the room. You're being unstrapped. Your helmets are coming off. The technician is standing there. And she's like, you look a little better this time. Yeah, it was, it was still tough, but I feel like we made more of a connection. Yeah. We definitely, I think, made more progress this time. That's that's exciting. Do you want to um, go get some coffee? There's Her files yes, are still there. Sure. If there's anything else you want to look up. Coffee mm-hmm. and a stale donut. Sounds perfect. <laughs> Sounds like a Tuesday. Yeah, so you head into the break room. There's actually fresh coffee. Nice. Yeah. While having some coffee, I'm going to try and look up in her files the baby. The baby brother was not Luke. Yeah, so her half-brother, William, he's an infant then, so he's about two and a half now. He's also in foster care. He's actually homed with Luke. So I want to make this differential. I think Tess got kind of triggered in that I didn't. (laughs) Like, Andy didn't. So, But I think so. Tess is going to, like, sit down away from people and just kind of take some a few breaths and try and, like, regroup and realize maybe she projected herself a little too much and... Do some healthy self-evaluation there as a professional. <laughs> yeah, like do some self-evaluation. And I think that is something pretty important Fair. for him to do. Uh, what about Hector? What's he doing? Hector is eating coffee uh, or eating coffee, <laughs> eating a donut, <laughs> drinking coffee. And um, well, it depends on how strong it is. He might be eating the coffee. The coffee's not that stale. <laughs> it's fresh. It's fresh. <laughs> Just taking a moment to kind of go through the same kind of breathing exercises that he was using with uh, Kayla, uh, just Mm -hmm. to center himself and and get ready for what's to come. Cool. Is there anything you want to look up in her file or anything you want to check? Not right now. I I do have one question for the to look (laughs) up. Is her mom still alive? Yes. Are you trying to find out like how they got taken like she i mean yes that would be good but i i was more think more wondering if if well yeah no. wondering wondering what the mom was doing now 
But yeah, how they got removed would be good, too. Luke's teacher called Child Protective Services and an investigation was done. And after their mom left them at a doctor's office. As to how she's doing now, I mean, she attempted to go to rehab, really couldn't afford it, and then was just back out on the street. Yeah. What's the youngest half-brother's name? William. Is William's father in the picture at all? No. His name is Daryl. Daryl Waters. He's been contacted to let him know that he is a child. He wants nothing to do with the kid. Anything else people want to know? That answers my questions. Yeah. A lot of crappy adults. I got it. Everything's fine. <laughs> so if there's nothing in character, I want to take a minute to like take a break out of character and do a check-in without everyone is feeling and doing right now. Uh, I'm doing good. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, I was prepared for the <laughs> game break, so. Yeah. Yeah, I actually feel really good about what we were able to do in that last yeah. game. You are in the, the break room. You are breathing and drinking coffee. And the technician comes in and she's like, so how's everyone doing? We're good to keep going? Yeah. I think we're yeah. good yeah. to go. I think I'm ready. Let's do this thing. Great. Good job. <laughs> uh, then you're led back into the, the lab. You're strapped in. Helmets are put on your heads. And you hear her voice in your ear being like, all right, let's go. Five, four, three, two, one, and everything goes white. As color returns to your world, you can see you're in kind of the waiting area of a psychologist's office. Mm -hmm. You can see Kayla is arguing with her foster parent loudly and angrily about seeing this psychologist. She doesn't want to go. She's not interested. She's been crying. She's probably about 12 now, so she's a bit older. And the foster parent is actually standing between Kayla and the doorway to leave, mm -hmm. telling her she has to go in. Do I recognize the foster parent as one of her current foster parents? Since I... No, so this would be Caleb Folk. Okay. Who was her foster parent before she went to live at the Greens. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to step up and, uh, and say, hello, Kayla, do you remember me? It's Marie. She, I assume kind of you're walking behind her? Yeah, a little bit. Right, so she kind of turns around, and you can see this, like, dis like the distress in her face. Like, she just looks really upset, and it takes a minute before she's like, what? What are you doing here? I, I'm just here to help. Is everything okay here? No, I don't want to be here. I'm not crazy. Of course you're not. Why would you be crazy? Well, that's what these people do. Well, I don't know about that. I think I think they work with a lot of people to help them feel better. I'm fine. I don't need to feel better. Okay. Well, how about we just sit down for a minute then? Do do some of the breathing. I don't know if you remember from uh, Hector from from before, and he had us do some breathing. Did that help? Uh, why don't you make a roll? Okay. What we're oh, trying to teach see. coping skills. <laughs> <laughs> Helping skills. I love it. <laughs> Walks away, knows how to breathe. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's all we can do. It's true. So, just a reminder that your target number is now nine. Okay. Um, I am going to go for heart with my my teacher skill, sharing what I know with children. All right, that is a ten. Whew. Look at you Made go. It. 
Woo! Well done. Skin of my teeth on that one. Better than not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, she, she like, takes in a breath, then kind of, like, realizes she's holding her breath, nods, and sits down beside mm-hmm. you, and starts, like, half breathing, half counting her breathing. It's not the most effective, but it's got her doing something. Hey, yeah. that's a start. That's a real good start. Hector will will step up and just kind of draw Caleb foster dad memory construct away just to create a little bit of space mm-hmm. so that Marie and Tess have a second to, to continue to talk. And then if I can kind of calm that situation down, then Hector will come back. Yeah, you can definitely draw him away. But again, like he'll slowly mm-hmm. edge back towards that doorway. Gotcha. Because that's what she remembers. Mm-hmm. She remembers very yeah. much being stuck in there, yeah. Uh, Tess, what you doing? So I think Tess will kind of pull up a chair to Marie and Kayla and kind of join in the breathing a little bit. And I think she's going to say, it must be really stressful not feeling like you have a choice in this situation. Why do you make a roll for that? That's... That's, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> this is very heart from the heart. Can I add both of my skills if I feel like they're okay? Like neutral and professional? Because yeah. I feel like she's coming across very non-judgmental, very steady. And also she knows that if you throw out an emotion, even if that's not what they're feeling, it helps them find that emotion. So That's true. So that's a 15. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, So you are at nine tokens currently. Cool. And we win, right? When we get to 12. You do, but even (laughs) if you get to 12, uh, there's then an option to actually get extras. Yeah. So that you can uh, actually have an effect on the people that Kayla's life touches. So it can ripple outwards. Yeah. I like that. Me too. Uh, so you say, what did you say, frustrating? Yeah, so it, you? it must be really frustrating to feel like you have no control in this situation, or no choice, I can't remember what I said. Something to that yeah. effect, yeah. I'm not, I'm not frustrated, I'm just, I just don't want to be here. I don't, I don't need help. Well, you know, these, I'm, you know, I'm very much like the, you know, whoever you're going to go see in here, and... A lot of times they're just there to be there and to to talk to you. You know, a lot of people think that, you know, you only go see a therapist, a counselor, a psychiatrist, you know, when things are are super bad when you've hit rock bottom. But they're actually just kind of normal people, too, who just have a little bit more experience in thinking through things and, and, and helping you sort of become more of the person you want to be in the world. But you've like, you've known me for like a year. Can't you just tell them I'm not crazy? You're, you're like a, some kind of therapist. Yeah, I'm a therapist. Well, and if it, if it helps, you're, you're not crazy. You know, a, a lot of people do have issues and, and need a lot of help. You are someone who has been surviving. You know, it, you, you're someone who has been fighting probably for as long as you can remember. Um, and the person in that office is not there to label you or to do anything but to provide you 
um, with somebody who's going to listen to you and maybe with some tools to make that fight a little bit easier. Well, I don't want to see someone new. Can I see you? That would be great, but unfortunately, no. Um, oh. Yeah, we're kind of people who go around <laughs> and are, are just... So, un- unfortunately, no, I can't see you as a, as a long-term therapist. I'm, I would like to. <laughs> you seem like a pretty, a pretty cool kid who's just had some hard knocks. It's fine. It's okay. You don't want me. Hector will uh, come you, in Hector. At, at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, uh, that you've been in the system for a while, Kayla. There's one thing that any kid that's, that's been around foster care and stuff like that knows is there's a bunch of stupid adults with a bunch of stupid paperwork and a bunch of stupid rules, right? Yeah. And so, unfortunately, as much as Tess might like you or might want to be there for you, this is one of those situations where that stupid paperwork and stupid rules get in the way. What happens if you go in there and you like this person? Mm-hmm. Okay, what happens if you go in there and you don't? Probably nothing. Okay. So it sounds like there's, I mean, you, you don't want to do this thing, but it sounds like there's not a whole lot at stake if you try it. I don't want to be here. Yeah, and, and I get that. I mean, that's really valid. You don't want to make a roll? Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to keep going until you made me. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to go unwavering with this, but with the situation I just walked into. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. So I'm at a nine. Good job. Thank you. You're at 10 tokens now. 10 tokens. I know you don't want to be here and it sucks, but that's the reality of this situation, Kayla. And there's nothing that you or I could do to change it. Last time mom took me to a place like this, she left. There it is. Yeah. And who do you think is going to leave you this time? Uh, She kind of glances at Caleb. Okay. And do you think that that he's not going to come back for you or that he's not going to want you anymore? Both. Is it okay if I'm super honest with you? Yeah. There's not a lot that you or I can do about the decisions that Caleb makes. But what I can tell you is that I think you're a pretty remarkable kid. And that the person on the other side of that door is going to do their best to help you. And if if they don't, that's when you could reach out to... um, What's your social worker's name, Kayla? Colleen. Okay, so you can reach out to Colleen and ask for her help, too. Ask for a different therapist. That's what this she's there for. This her idea. I know. And so she, uh, I know Colleen. Do I know Colleen? Well, you do now. <laughs> you do now. <laughs> Colleen is, is, you know, as busy as she is, as, you know, sometimes we all make mistakes. Because so I do the same thing that, for a job that Colleen does. And I know that she's not going to send you to somebody she doesn't think could help. I don't want to need help, though. 
kid. None of this does. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so Marie is, is going to, at that sort of cue, is going to say, you know, Kayla, for a really long time now, you've been someone who other people have been able to rely on. Your brothers, they rely on you, and you've been able to be that person. Wouldn't it? Not anymore. There are some things that are out of our control, but you did what you were able to, and that was actually really admirable, the way that you stepped up when you could. And wouldn't it be really nice to have someone that you could rely on like that? Someone who's 100% on Team Kayla? It's good. Roll for that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's what we should call these like episodes. Team, team Kayla. Kayla. Team Kayla. Well, you, oh, yeah. you are Team like, Kayla. Yeah. Like, let's be real, right? we cannot be Team Kayla forever. So I'm going to go Sorry. with heart and welcoming because i'm hopefully making her feel seen and important if this goes well yeah that's a 13 all right well you are at 11 tokens one memory to go still she kind of like smiles and nods the Mm -hmm. whole like team kayla idea all right but like he's gonna be here when i get out right like he's not gonna leave right he's not gonna leave Okay. And she stands up and kind of, like, looks at Caleb for, like, a moment longer Mm -hmm. than would be normal, and then heads into the psychologist's office. Things fade to white. (sighs) Your helmets are taken off. You're taken out of the chairs. Uh, The technician is there. Everyone good? Doing good? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Cool. Oh, yeah. There's more coffee, right? Well, you didn't. Yes, there's coffee. I would like to look up when or what happened maybe with Caleb and her first foster family. So they had a biological child named Reed. He and Kayla didn't get along and she ended up kind of like lashing out at him and she actually bit him in an altercation. Okay. And that was that was the line for the foster family. They tried really hard up until then. They were actually pretty good foster parents. But um, when physical violence started happening, they got very uncomfortable. Yeah, anything else you want to look up? Did she go straight to the Green family? Or was there... Yeah, that was where she went okay. after the folks. Yeah. Sorry, the Greens have no children. Okay. She's there by herself. Is she with the same therapist, out of curiosity? Yeah, actually. Yeah. So her psychologist and her social worker are often working in tandem. So she at least has uh, some stable support. Mm -hmm. All right. That's all Mm -hmm. I got. Yep. Yep. You know, if we leave part of this chocolate glazed donut in the coffee, it will kind of taste like mocha-ish when we come back. Tess, I like the way you think. That seems like... (laughs) That seems like witchcraft to me. (laughs) I mean, what, I mean, what what you gonna do? You do what you can sometimes. <laughs> scrape, scrape, scrape. <laughs> scrape the chocolate coating off the donut. Put it in the hot coffee. I'm gonna do a quick check out of character. How's everyone doing? Good. Possibly full of tears, but good. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm doing all right. Uh, does anyone need a break, or do you want to head into the last memory? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I am, at this point, willing to violate my ethics to get the final point, (laughs) which I feel like is not... Sorry, I'm 
I'm totally gamifying this. You're you're allowed to. I think mm-hmm. that yeah. how can we how can uh, we min max my therapist? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a D12 for my <laughs> for my axe. Does Zach use a D12? I don't remember. Never mind. <laughs> I want my heart to have a D12. <laughs> yeah. How do I uh, level up? <laughs> what, what are the rules for grappling? <laughs> Emotional grappling. But it's a little bit of what we've been doing, but in a it's true actually healthy way. Hopefully. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> I like how we have like taught her at least one coping skill, and even if she doesn't always remember to use yeah. it, like if we come in and like, hey, we're gonna breathe, she has breathed with us before. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm ready. Me too. I'm ready. So the technician comes in as you're having your break. And she's like, so we're into the last memory. I just want to remind you, this is going to be the last time you interact with Kayla. After this, you've always you've already agreed not to interact with her if you see her on the street. You have actually been changed in her memory so that you don't look like you. Like your avatar is slightly different than what you actually look like. So she won't recognize you. And I just want to remind you that no matter how attached or how much of a bond you've built with her, this will be the last time you talk to her. Understood. Okay. Got it. And on that note, let's go. Ah, so you get strapped in, you get your funky little helmet on. You hear the technician's voice in your ear. She's like, okay, last time. Five, four, three, two, one. Everything goes white. As you start to see around you, it's a beautiful, bright, sunny day. You can actually hear like your standard like summer birds kind of chirping around. And you see Kayla sitting at one of those like bright yellow and orange like kid picnic tables and she's sitting there by herself and there's like a selection of old toys on the picnic table there's like a battle cat sans like helmet and saddle and there's like an old he-man and some really weird bendy dinosaurs that like made of that weird rubber that shouldn't bend that way but it does And she's sitting there kind of like half-heartedly moving one around. She's about 13 now. So like this is a little juvenile for Mm. her. But she mostly just seems to be kind of very introspective. Uh, She's uh, holding her her arm against her though. And you can see that her wrist is quite red. Mm -hmm. So I think Tess will approach and say, um, Hey, Kayla, mind if I sit down? Uh, Sure, what... How'd you get in the backyard? Uh, There are mysterious ways in which sometimes are worked. Okay. I I think that uh, Marie might know more about that, though. Right. God, no. Sure. No. Or the universe, or... Uh I just came through the gate. (laughs) Well, (laughs) thanks for spoiling that, Hector. Sorry. Yeah, we came through the gates. So, um, what's going on? Nothing. In and out. Okay. What's going on with you? You know, I was just thinking how, you know, the T-Rex and the Triceratops never actually got to interact. They were in, uh, different, different time periods. Okay. Yeah. I'm not smart enough to remember what those time periods were called, but... (laughs) 
She kind of like looks at you for like a hard minute and then just like moves the triceratops away yeah. from the T-Rex, like unsure what to yeah. do with it. I don't know. It's just something that came to mind. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, when I was your age, I was super cool. into dinosaurs. I'm not so Yeah. Nobody asks who your favorite dinosaur is when you grow up. So what's what's your favorite dinosaur? Uh, I guess that one. And uh, she points to like an Ankylosaurus. Nice. It looks mean. It does look mean. I always liked the the Dimetrodon. It was uh, it lived in the ocean and ate sharks. And I always loved that idea to be able to like eat the the predators that everybody else feared. That's cool. Yeah. Kind of scary. But yeah. Cool. Yeah. What what you gonna do? Sometimes you can't choose your favorite. I guess you can choose your favorite dinosaur, but sometimes one just speaks to you. So <laughs> this is exactly how I thought this was gonna go. Uh, is your is your arm okay? It's fine. Are you sure you don't need us to like check? Are you a doctor now? Nope. No, I just thought it looked bad, so. It's fine. I just hit it off them. You want to talk about it? (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you uh, make a a roll there, uh, Tess? Are we at eight? Uh, Yes, you are. So again, I think being the shelter in the middle of a storm and being neutral and non-judgmental is pretty good. But I actually think this is mind. So I'm going to take two dice plus two. And with the plus, oh, no, wait, I have a minus one. So minus it's one. it's an eight. That is your 12th token. Congratulations. Yeah. You know, it, it's the dinosaur thing. It just mm-hmm. opens people up. It really does. Just so you know now, any tokens you earn will be additional tokens. And those will be done to further ripple out the effect of the um, impact you have on Kayla's life and the life she has on other, or the impact she has on other people. I was just playing around and, and fell and of whacked it off the corner of the, of the house. It's not a big deal. It's fine. Just fell in it funny. Did you tell anybody? No. Yeah, you're you're pretty tough. Yeah. I respect that. I mean, I don't eat sharks, but... I know, I don't either, actually. I had the opportunity once. I was at this sushi place in LA, and I didn't, and I have regretted that for a long time. I don't know how they would taste, but I guess that's good. So Hector will will sit down and pick up He-Man and what's left of Battle Cat. <laughs> <laughs> the cat's there, just not all the accessories. All right. um, <laughs> I have to Google Battle Cat, don't I? <laughs> it's it's the the tiger from. He-Man. Oh, thank you. Okay. So Kayla, um, yeah. I know that we have a lot of serious talks and. Um, Kind of hate to to bring things down to this level, like right at the beginning. But I need your serious input on something: Battle Cat okay. or a T Rex? Who's gonna win? I don't really know what a Battle Cat is, so I'm gonna go with the T Rex. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. This this tiger thing. Yeah, it's a tiger though. T Rex like eats people and shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. That is fair. That is fair. I guess I'm not as up on my science as I thought I was. 
sometimes, you know, uh, when things are serious, like, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm worried about your arm. I tell jokes to kind of lighten the mood and to break things up and hope that people will be a little bit more comfortable talking to me. It's one of the things that they teach us to do in our job. Why don't you make a roll? All right, I'm going heart again, and I'm going connections on this one. Cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, No problem. Nine. You've been in the system long enough that I should know better than to to play games. I should just shoot it to you straight. I don't know. It's it's cool. I get it. You're just doing your job. No, it's not just my job. I mean, I was just doing my job. I'd be at a desk someplace and uh, drinking stale coffee and eating stale donuts. And it's, you know. When you care about kids, you, you do your best to to go out and connect with them where you can. So you're, you're what? Social? Or? Yeah, yeah. I'm like Colleen. She's, she's okay. Yeah. Would you even say she's not the worst? Yeah, she's not. Because that's a, I mean, that's a pretty high bar, you know, when you do our job. So we appreciate hearing that every now and once and again. So if you ever feeling, you know, like Colleen's being particularly cool, just say you're not the worst. You make her smile, I promise. <laughs> All right, cool. Why aren't you going to talk to anybody about your arm? I don't I don't want them to be angry at me. Do they get angry a lot? No. That would that would make more sense. No. I don't know. It's going to cost money and I don't I don't want to I don't want them to get angry that it's going to cost money. So I know that Marie here often deals with a lot of people that are struggling with money and things like that. So she might have advice that I well, don't have. The, uh, the the main thing that I think is important to remember is that if money can't be used to protect your health, then it's not good for anything. And I think that health, your health in particular, will always come ahead of money. And I know that for a long time, you've been accustomed to sort of being more of the adult than you should have had to be, but you shouldn't have to worry about this. Might make a roll for me. I'm feeling like this is probably, yeah, probably teacher and heart, let's say. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, that's a 15. There you go. Mm-hmm. Double heart for you. So she kind of like gives a nod and she's like, um. I broke my arm when I was a kid, but, like, my mom said it was fine, and we left it, and then they noticed later, and I had to get it broken again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet that hurt a lot, didn't it? Yeah, it really hurt, and um, mom was pissed and said it was my fault, and we didn't really have the money for it much at the time. I don't think that you should have to, to worry about about that. I think it's a real shame, and I hope you'll talk to um, your foster parents about about this. They're not going to get angry? I don't think so. They might get frustrated at the situation, but I don't think they're going to be angry with you. I mean, this this stuff happens, and it's better to take care of it now, because like, if you... If maybe you'd gotten, you know, a cast on your arm in the first time, they wouldn't have had to re-break it to set it again. And I don't think you want to go through that. 
That really, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that really sucks. So it really did, and that's part of Colleen's job too, is to to help make sure that you're getting the care that you need. So if they do get mad, you have somebody that you can speak to. That's fair. Okay. Because remember, Colleen isn't the worst. (laughs) And yeah, she does suck. Do they have any other kids? No, it's just me right now. So they may have never dealt with a kid with a, you know, potentially broken arm. So they may be kind of scared, which make him off to you as angry. Because they don't know how to handle that scaredness. Oh, why didn't you make a roll? <laughs> okay. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Uh, heart. <laughs> Twelve. Wow, look at you go. Because um, unfortunately, we can't, we can't control other people's emotional reactions. Yeah, I remember when you told me what... Yeah, yeah I'm sorry about that. That... It's okay. That was kind of a... It was not a great thing for me to, to say, so... Trying to... I'm trying to learn from my mistakes, just like all of us. That's yeah. cool. So, as much as nobody should tell you how to fear feel, there's going to be a lot of people who try to. Yeah. Yeah. So, just like you did with me, you can feel whatever you feel. So I should go talk to them? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But it's important to know that we care about you, and whether you end up talking to them or not, you know, you're still a good kid. Sometimes we get scared and we can't make the best decisions, but do your best, and and that's sometimes that's enough. Can I come talk to you if they get angry? So you remember when uh, we were talking earlier with about tests, about all the stupid rules and paperwork and all the dumb grown-up things? Yeah. This is one of those times where it gets in our way again. I don't understand. You're here all the time. Uh, we we have been lucky enough that they let us visit you a few times. So I good. I can't find you. No, but I want you to know that I know that Tess or that uh, Colleen is going to be with you through this. I know that she is firmly on Team Kayla. I know that your therapist is firmly on Team Kayla too, and you're going to find other people in your life. Maybe not right away, but at some point, they're going to be on Team Kayla also. But, like, you guys aren't. But, they're, yeah, we can't. We're not going to. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I mean, that's fine. It's kind of what I expect. That doesn't mean that we don't care. Sure. Yeah. And I want you to know, Kayla, that with or without us, you have the strength that you need to deal with anything that comes. And she kind of, like, pushes up off the table with her, like, not hurt hand and heads into the house. And everything fades to white. You come out in the lab and they unstrap you and take off your helmet and the technician's there. And she's like, so go settle in the break room. I'm going to be in in a couple minutes. We have a survey question for you to answer, but just take some time to kind of Think about your experience and uh, your interactions with Kayla, and then I'll come talk to you in a couple of minutes, okay? Okay. 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 That was the right thing to leave her with. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, that that she is strong and that she has, she will have people in her life to rely on. Man, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> to say that we're never going to seek her out or anything. Mm-hmm. But at least ultimately we didn't just walk away. Yeah, absolutely. 
she wasn't left wondering why. Right. Right. Man. This is hard. It's a tough day, but I'm glad I showed up. I think they did really good. I'm not sure I could do this every day. No. <laughs> this is a different beast than normal day-to-day stuff. Man, I could use another cup of coffee. This does not taste like a mocha. <laughs> it was a worthwhile experiment. Yeah, I think all the chocolate settled. and I warned you. Which yeah, one? I know. They need powdered hot chocolate. That's at least something, something you can do for the coffee. Look at you, Rockefeller. <laughs> well, the technician comes in, kind of smiles, like, so how, how is everybody? How you doing? Super. That's, that's really hard. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, how are you feeling? No, I'm, I'm okay. I just... Wow. That's a really intense process. Oh. Good wow, or bad wow, or neutral wow? Yes. <laughs> okay. You know, I just, I kind of hope we helped, and, well, just like a lot of our jobs, we may never completely know. Yep, yeah, I mean, that's true. There are, uh, there's a package each of you is going to take. We have 24-hour helplines if you do need to call anybody, and there are uh therapist available for you if you do need some additional counseling after this experience. Can I not talk about it to my own therapist? Well, there are a fair number of professionals who don't necessarily um, practice what they preach, so we do have people on staff just in case. It's actually a really good point. <laughs> and also, this it's is... It's like we've worked with you people yeah, before. <laughs> uh, also, I wasn't sure if this was top-secret government stuff. It's like they know. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, we would prefer that you don't necessarily uh, breach confidentiality of the child. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, so if you're all set, I just have one question to ask you, and then you're free to free to get out of here. Let's do it. Yeah. Great. Great. So uh, my question is, would you participate in this program again? Yes. Great. Yes, without hesitation. Yes, I would, but maybe give me a couple days. Fair. Yeah, same. I, I I don't think I could do this for my everyday job, but yeah, I would. Wonderful. I want to thank you so much for all of your time and energy you put into helping Kayla and being here in this program. If there's anything you need, please don't hesitate to let us know. We can hook you up with people that can help you. But if you have nothing further to kind of talk about the program or anything, you are you're free to go. This is this is good work you're doing here. Thank now you. I'm so happy to hear that. I, I mean, I don't know what your day to day is like, but it's like this. Yeah, it's. I'm sure that it's hard, but this I think could really help people. I mean, it's not hard to my. I strap people in the machine. That's fair. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I, you know, through all this, I, I didn't get your name. Oh, it is Rowan. Thank you for asking. Oh, no problem, Rowan. So, Rowan, I know that, you know, we go into this child's mind and we do these things, but um, you deal with the aftermath of people that walk out of that machine and you coordinate care for the child and you keep us all safe. So thank you for making the lives of these children better. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's sweet of you to know. All right. So, Rowan, I'll see you later, hopefully. Tess, uh, Marie. 
kind of think we're family now, so we make a good phone. team. Yeah. <laughs> Marie goes in for the group hug. Just totally. She goes if it's okay it. with everybody, yeah, group hug. Yeah, let's group yeah. hug it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rowan does. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, if it's okay. Wow, awkward. <laughs> Have a lovely group hug. And you head out? Yep. We now get to kind of talk about what happens to Kayla. You obviously made a difference in her life. You've impacted her life. And although her life will never be perfect or ideal, it's still going to be hard. She has a lot to work through. You definitely impacted it in a positive way. So I'm going to give everyone a chance to kind of talk about a little glimpse of the future of Kayla and the way that you've impacted her and how that manifests in her life. I feel like this is sound like a really small thing. I feel like, you know, before we, when I looked at her, her schooling is showed her as solid D student. She's never going to be the valedictorian, but I think she does. She does get it at least up to a, a BC student sort of starts to do better in, um, in school with her coping skills. Awesome. Cool. I, I dig cool. it. I kind of see Kayla as an adult, I'm not sure what she does for work, but I kind of see her as participating in a program like Big Brothers, Big Sisters, where she's, you know, she may not be somebody who can take on a sort of helping position full time or, you know, foster kids or whatever, but that she's there for for other kids who are really, who really have some tough times too. That's awesome. Uh, I think that Kayla, through the rest of her time in foster care, she never winds up in that, you know, perfect ideal foster situation. But um, she's able to lean on Colleen and yeah. uh, her therapist, both, who, you know, really support her and help her get the tools that she needs to kind of navigate that. So the next thing we're going to do is because I think each of you actually rolled an additional success based on what I was writing mm-hmm. down. You're each also going to get to say how Kayla's life has impacted somebody else in a positive way because of your interactions with her today. So why don't we actually go backwards, Camden, with the way that uh, Kayla has touched the lives of another? So I think that when she ages out of the foster care system and because uh, she has gotten her grades up and is able to you know, get some work, Maybe not the best job in the entire world, but enough to cover an apartment, things like that. Uh, She's able to, with Colleen's help, go back and pull Luke and William out of the situations that they're in in foster care and become their guardian. That's great. What about you, Andy? Well, I see her making making a big difference for someone, you know, who's in a situation just like her and maybe doesn't doesn't have a Colleen and can and ends up being that that really steady rock for another kid within the system and again maybe can't you know adopt them or whatever but can really be there can really validate them and help them cope as well so kind of someone in the big sister yeah program probably idea? yeah passes on some of the coping <laughs> skills yeah, learns teaches them how to yeah. breathe. Yeah, I once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There yeah. was once this really weird social worker who taught me how to breathe <laughs> in my house randomly. I don't remember what they were yeah. doing in my what house, do? but like the fire alarm was going off. I think Kayla is able to help her younger brothers in their less than lovely foster home. 
Uh, she can't get them out, but I think she's able to help see them through it. Yeah. I want to thank all of you for participating in Kayla's life today. This is something Camden does when he runs the game, and I think it's great where only one group of people ever get to interact with one child. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the, her story mm-hmm. is your story. You're the only ones who will ever get to know her. Well, and everyone who listens to the podcast. <laughs> you're the only ones who have ever impacted her life. She belongs to you. So well, this is where I started to cry. Yeah, um, so that's both awesome and a lot of work. <laughs> Camden. <laughs> For the people who GM. Yeah. You know me. I don't do things halfway. No, you don't. Thank you so much for being here, for being present for Kayla and doing that work. Thank you so much for running, Kate. And thank you, Kate, for running this. You have done an incredible job with this. Yes, It's on Kickstarter on the 16th, on April 16th. How's everyone doing? Let's do a little bit of a decompression. I mean, I'm crying, but it's like a really wholesome crying. (laughs) It's the catharsis. Fair. They, these things might seem small, like we know that they're not. And I really appreciate that. I'm doing good. It was yeah. uh, it was cool to play the game, and uh, I love the way you ran it. Yeah, first time you've played. Yeah, absolutely. So that's awesome. That's great. That's special feeling for creators on Sass Geek sometimes. Yeah, and with some of my favorite people, too. So Aw, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, thank you so much uh, for the three of you for being here, Kate for running, uh, Camden for writing, and <laughs> Jen for being willing to do this for a third time. <laughs> second. Oh, second. Only second. I would do it for a third time. I would do it for okay. a third time, though. Okay. I would. Uh, so just, just one more time, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me, Camden Wright, at Camden, C-A-M-D-O-N dot com, or at Camden on Twitter. Yeah, and I'm at uh, Jen Catwright, J-E-N-K-A-T-W-R-I-T-E-S, on Twitter and Patreon, with my weird fanficy games. <laughs> yes. Um, and you can find me at bluestockings.ca, because Canada. <laughs> Canada! We don't hold that against you. Yeah, yeah you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. hope you enjoyed episode 107 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and head out to your favorite podcatcher or your least favorite podcatcher and give us five stars and a rating. We'd really appreciate it. You can find One Child's Heart on Kickstarter right now for a limited time. They had just broken $10,000 and I would love to see them go through and get all of their stretch goals. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Find more music, merch, and tour dates online, kieranstrange.com, or on Twitter at Kieran Strange. If you like She's a Super Geek, listen to other shows on the Misdirected Mark Network, including the Gnomecast. Several gnomes from Gnome Stew get together to talk about gaming topics and themselves in an effort to entertain you and not get thrown in the stew. Co-host of She's a Super Geek, Senda is on there sometimes, so go ahead and listen if you can. Join us in two weeks for our next Hearts of Wu Lin adventure. She's a-